is where the party is at. We love hearing speakers at our meetings and wanted to continue the conversation and dig a little deeper. So we came up with the Chapel Mops After Party Podcast. Your hosts, Barkley and me, Summer. Chapel Mops After Party. Oh my goodness, I can't believe it. Hi guys, welcome to our very first episode of the Chapel After Party podcast. Man, we are so excited to be here. It's definitely been a dream for a long time. Mm, Thank you for tuning in. So why don't we kick things off by sharing a little bit about our vision for this podcast. Okay, well first we want to explain what Mops is. Mops is a mom group where moms can come and have community and two hours to themselves. And in that community, it's where we can encourage moms, love on moms, and build that community. And also, we love our speakers, and crafts are so much fun to do together. Yes. One week is usually a craft. The other week is usually a speaker. But one thing we found is we'll have a speaker and usually have table time afterwards, and we just never have a time, enough time to talk. Yes. So we thought one of our favorite things is those speakers. And so we thought, why don't we just bring the speakers and let's talk uh, deeper and ask more questions and even have our own mops from our mops group ask the questions and um, learn some more things. Yeah. So this little idea just grew into something bigger, and here we are. Yes. Yeah, This we brought this to our church, and we asked them, and we said, hey, we have this idea. We would just really love for um, us to dig deeper with our speakers. And so we said, well, we will figure out how to podcast. Will you give us the go to do it? And they're like, we actually love this idea, and we would love for our church to be able to use and listen to the podcast too. So it grew a little bit bigger and how we we were going to do it. Our 40 moms will hear us. Yes. No, the chapel would like to hear you. <laughs> oh, okay, okay. And and the chapel is seven uh, campuses, so it is a lot bigger than we had originally thought. But then so. since we were talking about mops, someone from the church said, well, maybe reach out to mops and make sure it's okay to use their name, that sort of thing. So you reached out to mops. We reached out and um, mops international said, we love this idea and we'd like to make it even bigger and put it on our mops. Um, what's it called? Like under their umbrella, their umbrella. Yeah. And we're like, Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> so this has been like a dream yeah. of like something we've thought of that we would love to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we're both in our early early 40s (laughs) very early (laughs) and we have lots of wisdom to share and things that we've gone through so we just thought it would be great to well I was thinking about the question uh why a podcast and it came to I was like besides you know my love for my family and Jesus two of my favorite things would probably be talking and then helping moms like I love Mm. talking all things mom babies, like all the things. I don't know. I just love Mm -hmm. either being helped or giving guidance. And I just feel like, what a way to do that. Yes. And I think it's a fun way to do it. I agree. She has lots of wisdoms, ladies. So she has, (laughs) uh, she is the baby whisperer. I love all the babies. Yes. All the babies. Yeah. Although I'm in teenagerhood now, so. I know. It's a whole new world. (laughs) (laughs) So that's kind of the vision, the things that have been happening in the background of like, we saw something that we wanted to do and we kind of didn't dream as big as we could, I guess. And it just kept getting bigger. God grew it. 
and mm-hmm. he made all the doors open because mm-hmm. they're you know financial things every little thing and i was like oh no he's got it and it just kept growing and yes going forward and, and not, here like, we oh, are here we are we're in a studio this yeah. beautiful studio it's beautiful with mics in front of our faces and we get to talk I, yeah. I, it's just crazy it is crazy to me all right so now that you've heard our vision for this podcast we thought We'd start our very first episode by introducing ourselves a little bit so mm-hmm. you can know who we are. Yes. So my name is Summer. Um, yes, a very unique name. Um, and it's spelled like S-O-M-E-R, like somersault, somerset. <laughs> so many times I get people go, is your name Somer? And I'm like, yeah. no, it's Summer. But I understand it's with a no, so it's a little bit strange. Um, but I grew up in the Midwest in Illinois, mm-hmm. cornfields, but also not cornfields because we're near the city, Chicago. So we're like 45 minutes north of Chicago, but we're also right next to Wisconsin. So I feel like we live in a really cool area. I've enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> and Some might not love Illinois. but I know. We get all the seasons and yeah. winter is definitely like the harshest. It's a little long, but yeah, I love a good snowfall. Yeah, but come like February, March, April, May. I agree. It's like we're done. We're done. But um, I grew up in this area. I have three sisters. Um, I am the second oldest of the four girls. No brothers. My poor dad. But my dad always says, like, he he was made to have daughters rather than sons. But now he has great son-in-laws. But so, yeah, I grew up in, um, like, Zurich. And I... Um, Went to college at Trinity University, uh, where I met my husband, and I studied elementary education, and I minored in music, and then I started teaching in a Christian school, which I just I loved that opportunity um, to be a part of a Christian school. I, it felt like family there. And then um, we tried to have children, and that did not go as planned, but... Eventually, um, God blessed us with um, two, our two oldest are 15 right now. Um, We call them our God twins because only God could do what he did. They're five days apart. One adopted, one biological. Um, It's so their names are Aviel. She does not like to be called Aviel. She likes to be called Avi. She's 15 and then Anderson's 15. So they both um, entered freshman year. And then we have Ellie. She came um, 19 months later. So she's 13. So... I have three I think you teenagers. Just point out, she had two nine-month-olds when she yes. got pregnant with yes. the third. <laughs> it was chaos. It I've was lots crazy. Of, I've lots three of wisdom in this. Nineteen months and under. <laughs> you deserve a gold medal. Yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then I have an eight-year-old Reese, um, and she is our Spitfire. She's a loud eight. one. Um, so yeah, so I have four kids. Um, what else? I. How would you describe yourself as a mom? What kind of How would I describe myself as a mom? Yeah. Okay, so my kids are very loud, and so is my husband. He's super loud. Yeah. And I am and you are not. a little more meek and mild yeah. and quieter, so I would describe myself as a little more quieter, a little more reserved. Okay. Um, I'm a super competitive when it comes to games and sports. I love what? that kind of stuff. <laughs> I try to be Barkley at everything, but I, I don't I don't succeed, unfortunately. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> um, and um, I would say a nurturer, but not a hugger. Like, mm-hmm. I am not one to cuddle. Okay. Um, 
but I'm very nurturing, but I don't like to cuddle. I know that sounds really strange. I think but you go with your words more than yes, physical. Right, right. So like at night, I'll see my husband. He'll have all the kids literally on his lap and nobody is sitting next to me because I'm like, by the end of the day, I'm like, I'm done. So <laughs> yeah, so I would say that would be what I would describe myself okay. as. What was right. the other one? Anything else? I don't think so. Okay, on to you, Barkley. Okay. Okay, so I grew up also in the area, close by Buffalo Grove. Funny story, I won't say the name, just in case, but we both had the same crush on a boy. We did. It was so crazy. So we did not know each other growing up. We didn't meet till but college. we had but the same, same dentist. <laughs> give it all away. Okay, Anyways, sorry. keep going. We shared a crush, like in totally, you know, two different growings up. And I thought that's so funny that we shared this. Ironic. Yeah, boy. Anyways, so yes, I grew up in the area. I've always, I've never had an issue with Illinois. I mean, winters are a little long, but yeah. I don't hate it. Um, I am the oldest of three. I only had brothers, and I'm not sure why I ended up with four girls because we only have boys. So not sure where all the <laughs> girls came from. Um, but yeah, so oldest of two brothers. I also ended up going to Trinity and studying elementary education. And uh, met my husband. We got married at like, let's say 13. <laughs> but we've been married for 21 years. I was, we got married in college. So I was very young. Um, and um, after college, I started working up in Gurney teaching. I taught first grade and then second grade. And then I was pregnant my last year. And then after Bella came around. I decided to stay home with the kids. And so uh, Bella's my oldest. She's 15. Bren is 13. Brooklyn is 11. And Blakely is 8. And they are a joy. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I did stay home until all of them are back in school now. And I felt a little bit more like, okay, what do I do with myself all day? And so I'm actually working at their school, subbing. And it's, I love it. I love it. It's a little stressful sometimes, but I love it because I can choose if I work or if I don't work. I can say yes or no. I don't feel like working today, but also help bring some income home too. So it's been perfect. Um, Let's see. What else? Oh, what am I like as a mom? Yeah. What do you like? Um, I think I am a fun mom. (laughs) (laughs) She really is. She really is. (laughs) Um, it's funny because I'm not a big, like, let's sit down and play Barbies. I'm not a good, like, play, but I love an adventure. Like, let's go out and find something fun to do. This last weekend, um, Santa came to town, so we went and saw Santa. So I like the experiences more than, let's build some Legos. I don't know. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> so yes. I'd say I'm fun in that way. Oh, <laughs> yes. I right. would, I would totally agree okay so um with we we have in the last few years kind of studied enneagrams Mm -hmm. and um it's kind of like a personality um not a personality what would you say it's a way to kind of discover just like myers-briggs kind of helps you understand your personality this is another way that's a little bit more deeper and it kind of helps you learn why you make the decisions you make or where mm-hmm. that's coming from. And mm-hmm. it's great for learning about yourselves and just in relationships, just yes. because you kind of say, oh, that's why you're doing that. Mm-hmm. Or I don't, it's just really helped us mm-hmm. a lot. 
yeah. learn about ourselves mm-hmm. and help Mm-hmm. It helps you to also know people's motivations. And yeah. like, I think it's such a great tool to care for others, to understand where they come from and their perspectives. So, so we thought known. it'd be fun yes. to share each other's numbers. Because this is not a podcast about Enneagram, but I feel no. like it will help you learn who we are yes. when you hear our Enneagram number. Totally. Okay. You go first. I'm going to go first. And okay. I'm going to talk about Enneagram 7s okay. because that is what... they're awesome. Yes, of course. This is what Barkley is. Um, and on a side note, uh, Barkley is a Enneagram 7, and my husband is also an Enneagram 7. And before I even knew Enneagram, I knew that they both saw things similarly in how they saw the world and how, you know, glass was always half full. And so they were always positive about things, always up for an adventure. So, so fun because I'm totally drawn to sevens because it helps me to be a better person. But, okay, so here's about sevens. Um, So enjoys the company of others in a group setting is open to searching for new opportunities and experiences, has an inherent fear of missing out. FOMO. She sure does. (laughs) Prioritizing being positive in every situation possible. Avoids conflict by validating the actions of other people. Very curious and childlike at times, grateful for the things they have in life. Enjoys a broad spectrum of interests and passions. The Enneagram Type 7 is fundamentally an optimistic individual who enjoys experiencing the world of life. They are friendly individuals and do not have uh, anything to gain the res- or do not have the ability to gain the respect and my admiration of the people. Sorry, part of that was covered up. Okay. Um, but yes, that is Barkley. Like she it's is good. like always fun and looking for an adventure. And so, yes. Okay, so here is a description I found. I thought suited summer so as a peacemaker the enneagram nine is accepting adaptive positive in nature besides being able to go with the flow of life the type nine personality is someone who is inherently calm demeanor is liked by many people in their work and personal life seeks to avoid conflicts with others strives to find harmony and peace with themselves and other people very accepting of others naturally ambitious at heart um They do not have a hard time agreeing with people, very easygoing and flexible when sudden changes in circumstances occur. Above all, the Enneagram 9 personality is unpretentious in their actions and patient when encountering others. In addition, type 9s are also individuals who feel connected to themselves and the world around them spiritually. I thought that spoke of you. Yes. Yes. You only left one thing out. You left. Okay. (laughs) What did you leave out? I did skip, uh, tends to ignore their emotions and feelings until it's too late. Yeah, that, that yeah. is also true. Yeah. <laughs> I just, with Summer, uh, everyone wants to be your best friend. And I think that describes you Aww. quite well. I love it. I love it. I love sevens. And so, and nines and sevens pair really well together. Yeah, they must. I know. So. I think we balance each other. I know. So, All we right. get the oh. question all the time like anywhere we go yeah we meet new people Mm -hmm. they say are you sisters literally all of the time i probably get it more than your actual sisters yes it is very true and how many times have you been called barkley um too many to count (laughs) so i have come come which is really funny i don't i mean i think we look similar yeah 
I guess we look a lot alike, guys. But no, we are not sisters. So I used to like, you know, say, no, I'm I'm Summer. I'm not Barkley. But sometimes I just to leave like the mall or to get somewhere, I just go, hi, and I keep walking. Yeah, I don't even correct people anymore. I'm like, what do you need? I know. (laughs) Oh, I don't work at the chapel. I know. (laughs) Too funny. So I would think, so people have also asked, how have we been friends for 20 plus years? Guys, 20 plus years. I think that's quite amazing. Like we have done more than half our life together. That's crazy. I know. So um, we were talking last night and just kind of reminiscing how we met and like initial mm. um, feelings and yes. impressions. That's the word <laughs> I'm trying to think of. Um, and it's funny. So we both went to Trinity. It turns out our husbands were besties and roommates. Mm-hmm. So that's where the connection first began. But I met... I was a freshman coming in, okay, and one and of I, my and I was a sophomore, <laughs> and one of my friends knew this group of boys from youth group, right? Is that yes, how? youth group? Yes. And so she introduced me to this really cute group of boys with really nice cars, yes. in the parking lot at Trinity mm-hmm. during the Powerpuff game, mm-hmm. and um, so that's where I met. Our, hus- our future husbands and Summer. And I don't have specific memory of meeting you, but you were there. Yes, because um, you were looking at your now husband. Yeah, check I'm sure. out. <laughs> soccer player. <laughs> Guys, they were like the coolest on the campus. Like, they were. They, they were. had the nice they cool. cars. They So, I mean, this will date us, but cell phones were just kind of happening, and they were the only ones with cell phones. Like, like, who are you calling? You calling each each other? other? Yeah, the only ones with cell phones. (laughs) Um, But, like, my only early memories of her we were talking about is, um, so I would hang out. They lived off campus, and so, you know, it was cool to hang off campus rather than at, so I was at their apartment all of the time, and so I'd be hanging out, (laughs) and Ryan would come home. And he would be like in a tizzy, getting dressed, and like on his way. We're like, "Where are you going?" He's like, "I gotta go meet Summer at the." So, I don't know between <laughs> how well you know the area, but between Gurney and our school in Deerfield, there is a what do you call it? Like highway overpass like, where yes. there's restaurants, restaurants and you fast can, food. She's like, "I go, I gotta go meet Summer at the overpass." <laughs> so I guess they're fighting and they had to talk. <laughs> it's like because those are my only nines. early memories. I think our nines have deep feelings. They're talkers. And they got to talk it out. We had to talk it out because yeah. I had to process it. But it's funny. That's my, before you know, until we got to really know each other. That was my. Do you, do you want to know my yeah, first impression of yeah. you, Barkley? I think I know. Yeah, go ahead. <laughs> well, it's funny because, again, we were reminiscing through this. And, um, you know, I'm the sophomore, right? And I'm dating Ryan. And I had started dating him um, in my freshman year and so Barkley comes in with her group of friends who are all freshmen and I just have to say I probably didn't have a very good impression of you guys because it was like my boyfriend was like um they lived in an apartment and so they had all these freshman girls over there all the time and I was like get away from my man and I don't like, know if it's a trinity thing or if it's a college thing but I would say freshmen are kind of Notorious yes. coming in and all the boys want to scoop up the new freshman girl. Mm-hmm. I don't know. So I, I understand your feelings. <laughs> They're like the thing, right? Like they come in and all these older upper class yeah. boys are 
scene. Yes. So it wasn't that I didn't like you. I was just like, right. what's going on be here? Honest. I can take it. It's fine. But you were always a really good dresser. And so I was always kind of oh. a little, you know, like Thanks. intimidated. Like, oh. What? You know. Stop it. I know. so cute. What are I you know. talking about? <laughs> anyway, so we thought that was funny. Those yep. are our first impressions. But um, I would say... Um, obviously the boys were close because they were roommates and best friends and Mm -hmm. so we always kind of remained in the same um, walk of life but then it came to marriage and we ended up getting married two weeks apart yes you guys had to race back from your honeymoon encounter so the the boys were in each other's weddings yeah Um, but then afterwards we kind of moved to the same area up in Gurney and Mm -hmm. um, I know we were just close in proximity yeah and then um, we, I think it all began because, um, you know, after we get married, we were church looking and you guys had found a new church that was meeting in a high school up and coming. And you're like, we're trying out the chapel. And we had tried a couple. And so we're like, well, let's try where Ryan Summer are going. So it was history from there, I would say. Yeah. And I think too, like we would go to the services and then we um, would go uh, out to to lunch afterwards yeah, after and then we started doing the lights who remembers charcoal delights in grace lake <laughs> that's what we would hit because we were at the high school at grace yes. lake high school yeah back in, and then we the joined Day. the young adults group and we helped with that um mm-hmm. ministry and so yeah our lives just really intertwined in so many ways and so mm-hmm. we used to work out together and get our nails done. Did all the things. We did all the things. Yeah. But a lot of people ask us, like, what's the secret sauce to, like, keeping a lasting friendship? And so we were thinking it through, like, what helped us um, keep So one of the obvious things friendship. we said was proximity. Yes. Obviously, we lived near each other. We were attending church together. It just made for, we saw each other frequently. So I'd yes. say proximity is a yeah. huge thing. I would describe it like doing life together. Like mm-hmm. literally, like if someone was in trouble, someone was, you know, something was going on. It was like we were the, you know, right there helping each other. And um, just our our lives just overlapped with each other. So yeah, same stages. Like we'd gotten married together, married for a few years, decided it's time to have kids together. That was you know, I had. I will tell more of that story, but mm-hmm. I know every stage. I feel like we were in it together. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. But, crazy part is we yeah. actually. So we we moved in like villa, and um, their house behind us was up for sale, and we we're like, Barkley and Vince, come mm-hmm. move in this house, and yeah. so they did. Yeah, and we were backyard neighbors. Oh, I, was, I was just such a fun time. It was our first home. We had a townhome, but this was our first home home. And um, we were each starting to think about having families, so we wanted a house. And yeah, we ended up backyard neighbors. We even, you know, we shared a fence. And um, at the time, I was very pregnant. And Mm -hmm. so Mm -hmm. we were just taking a ladder and climbing over the fence. But the men did not like me doing that nine months pregnant. (laughs) Oh, my goodness. So we cut the fence. Cut the fence, yeah. that was fun. Yeah. It was a fun time. And we had our babies together in that house, our firstborns. So that was really cool um another big thing you know proximity awesome in doing life together too but i think also a big thing is like um i found with like um when things come up like with friends is like first go to the lord and like ask them like about yourself like are you in check with 
with him or if there's like a disagreement of some sort. And like in a lot of ways, we have to go to Jesus to be filled up and to um, feel complete, right? And it's not a friend who can do that, but it's like going and asking him like, hey, where are my motives? Where is my head? Is this something to forgive? And this is something to move on from. So I think in a lot of ways, like that is a healthy friendship. I also think we've grown to know our hearts behind what we do and Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. what our intentions were probably behind everything that we've done and Mm -hmm. have grace when grace is needed or talk when talk is needed. But um, I was thinking about it and I was like, you're like the yin to my yang. And I had to look (laughs) up how to say that. (laughs) But we just work and not to make everything about the Enneagram, but I can be impulsive and adventurous and she's more grounding and just like, you can't do all the things like calm down. I don't know. And that works. And you and I kind of pull you out a little yes. bit. And I just mm-hmm. feel like we have mm-hmm. this good like push and pull that just works. Mm-hmm. And I, I think, I don't know. Yeah. Right. I would definitely say, yeah, I, I love the yin to the yang. Yeah. I can't even say it. I, I can't say it. You got but, it. You got it. Um, <laughs> I see her too as that balloon and I'm her string. Um, well, because yeah. to my jelly. yeah, the peanut butter to my jelly. <laughs> I don't know. We're trying and to think all the corny things. The, the barb, barb, oh, the to, barb my to my star. So Guys, it's our favorite movie. That's the best movie, Barb and Star. If Maybe you, it's my favorite movie. I don't know if you love it as much. I do okay, love it as much. Um, it's not the most appropriate movie, but we we thought it was really funny because it's, it's best so friends. I feel like same era on vacation and. It starts with a B and S, and we're B and S, so we're Barb and Star. What a, I love yeah, it. Could, we need hats. We need hats that say Barb and Star. I know. So if you see those hats, we're 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 on to it. So oh, yeah, I just feel like we're a good balance. Yes, and we balance each other. Yeah, out. I would definitely say like both of us. I think ground each other. Like for her, um, I don't know. There's a sense of home to me. So like just that feeling of like, I know what to expect. I know um, we're going to have fun when we're together. I know, you know, like life is just too short. Like let's just laugh and let's, you know, like, so that for me is like super good. Well, and I think you, we help each other with um, the things that we struggle with because mm-hmm. I would say in friendships, trust is a big mm. thing where I don't know. I don't do that very easily, but you provide that for me for mm-hmm. sure. Whereas mm-hmm. I think you don't like drama. You don't like negativity and I provide that for you. And I just mm-hmm. feel like, I don't mm-hmm. know. I just, yes. Yes. You just got to find that person in your life that brings right. you what you struggle with most. Yeah. Oh, I agree. Right? I agree. Yes. When I had my first three little kids, I didn't want to leave the house. And I was like, okay, we're just going to lock lock ourselves in this room. (laughs) Um, But she'd be like, let's go to the mall. And I'm like, I can't go to the mall. I have too many kids. I was like, I "I only got one. I got two arms. Let's go. Yes. We had like two baby carriers and then we just throw Bella in. It was like three kids and we just like survived. And so expectations were low, but it was like, we just got to get out and keep going and keep moving. And I just, so I had... A month early emergency C-section with our first. And who do you think I'm going to call to be like, I need you to pack up my underwear and all my things? <laughs> which, which was my husband, truly. <laughs> <laughs> you Like, you were our family, and that's yeah, what you yeah. provide. You, yeah. you know, we trust yeah. you with everything. So. Yes. Yeah. But, yeah. Yeah. And I think one of the biggest, the hardest struggle I think we ever um, encountered as friends is like... Would be oh, the kids. We kids infertility i um we had been trying for so long and uh we just weren't getting pregnant and you guys were blessed really 
fast and easy. Yeah, I would say you guys, it was about two years before us, you guys decided you wanted to have kids and we're trying and yeah. it wasn't, I remember we went to Vegas and it was like, mm-hmm. you were in the midst of it and we're just talking through and then it came a time where like, Vince and I were ready to, but we, it, it was hard because yeah. we're like, but I know they're really trying and, and then when we did get pregnant, it was, it was a hard time, I would say, because yeah. we were mixed with excitement, but not wanting to hurt you guys. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so yeah. it was really hard. It was really hard. But I think, too, it was like through that time, it was like um, being happy for them. We were so happy for you guys. And we loved Bella like no other. Yeah, really but, um, yeah, it was a definitely hard to to ex- wanting to experience something that we weren't experiencing. But um, it was just like working through that and just yeah. being happy for the other person and then sensitive to the person who yeah, wasn't. I, I feel like we did that well. Yes, like, I do agree. We were sensitive when we could be, but you were excited when you right. could. I don't know. Right. I, I felt yes. like we yeah. did it. And then, I don't know, God just worked it out and we literally have kids all the same ages. Yes. Like, is, I just think that's so insane. It is. You don't is have insane. one. My third child's age, but that's because you got two out of the Poor way. Brookie but, cookie, but, but she fits in with all the rest. The, I just think the that's other so kids wild. love her so much, and I they're think, all best friends. Yeah, which is just more than we could ever dream or ask for. They always want to be together, yeah. and so it's really cool to see that they all get along really well. So yeah. it's just a blessing. Yeah. And they so. just call each other cousins because they do. They're family, I love it. Yeah, it's my cousin. <laughs> like, really? Nope. But no. Yeah. <laughs> yes. No. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yes. I love it. But, yeah. uh, um, but another big important part of our lives was MAPS. Yes. So so let's talk about that a little yeah. bit. I would say, okay, so we started having all these babies together. And even though we had each other, we still felt like we needed something. We needed more. We needed a community. Mm-hmm. We needed someone to just like, we don't know what we're doing. Help nope. us here. And mm-hmm. so we had heard about MOPS. I'm not, I, you must have heard about it because you, you know, told I heard me it at it. Trinity when I was in college. Oh, Suzanne okay. Tressel talked about being in a MOPS group. And okay. I remember going, hearing about it and saying, when I have kids, I want to be a part of this that? group. So you had looked around and had found somewhere nearby for um, us to check out. And so. We had like what three kids at the time? We had three. Yeah, I had two. You had one. You were okay. catching up to me. I was yeah. trying to catch up. Trying to... <laughs> um, but so we had the three little ones, and we, you know, we found the morning they met. We are all excited about checking out. Got them all ready. We even drove together and had mm-hmm. all three lined up in a in their carriers in the back seat, and we got there, which is a feat in itself to get there yes. with three mm-hmm. little babies. Took us all morning. Yes. So tell them how it went. So we walk up, you know, to unbuckled, get there, and we're like, we're, we want to sign up for MOPS. We just, like, showed up, which now, in hindsight, yeah, it's good to tell somebody that Maybe you're coming. Maybe a little bit more. Um, but they're like, listen, our child care is full, and we're sorry, but you can't come. And I remember going, but do you realize like, what it took us to what? get I, here? I'm so, you're not going to take my children? <laughs> what? Yeah. So we went back to the car, and we was like, oh, man. It was really hard. So. But. Yes. After that, we looked around for other ones, and we did find a great MOPS group in out of Gurney, Emmanuel mm-hmm, Church, mm-hmm. and it became our home, away from home. Yes. And we got really involved, and I'm trying to think how many years we were – I was only probably attending a couple years before I was asked to, like, do something in leadership, and um, – I was first asked to be the hospitality coordinator, mm-hmm. and that involved like getting up on stage and <laughs> welcoming and being like, you know, like the hype man of the group to get mm-hmm. and then lead 
icebreakers. And I was like, I'm sorry. I did like speech classes at community college. Yeah. So I wouldn't know yeah. anybody. I don't talk right. in front right. of people. Right, 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 right. <laughs> um, but they saw something in me. And I guess God just pushed me. And I said, okay. And I truly, truly did, as much as it terrified me, loved the role. And can um, I just say, on a side note, she did phenomenal up there. Like, I know she she would always talk about before getting up on a mic, like, how nervous she was. Like, I knew that from when we were younger. But then to see her up there, like, telling funny stories, I'm like, girl, this is your jam. You come alive up there. I know. It's a mix of loving it and being terrified of yes, it. Yes, yeah. I don't know. Which is a good mix. I do love it, but it terrifies yeah, me. So. yeah. It's Jesus's strength that gets Jesus me through. Strength, but yes. yeah, so that's where I started. And yeah, you started, I started going before me. Yeah, I started as, um, well, we call them contact moms, which they're uh, discussion, discussion group leaders. Group leaders. I and I like, uh, you have your table, right? And you start to get to know your table. You plan outside events and you just like make everyone feel welcome. And I was like, oh my gosh. I loved doing it. Like, mm-hmm. I I loved getting to know each mom and like doing playgroups and going places and stuff. I remember at the end of that first year, I cried when I had to give them up. Like, I was like, yeah. I just love you guys so much. Right? And so, I I just found like somewhere where I really fit and I really enjoyed and I saw purpose behind like what I was doing and yeah. I saw fruit from it and I got to share my story of like coming to Jesus and so I just. Oh, it was just a beautiful, beautiful time. And I would say, like, as far as making friends, being involved in a mom's group like this or, like, speaking of proximity, like, preschool drop-off, that's where I made some of my closest friends. So between mops and, you know, just finding ways that you're meeting other moms consistently, that's how you're going to find your community. So we were meeting all these moms through mops and getting, like, really tight friends and growing this big group of community and they all went or lived near this Emmanuel church was just a good like 25 minutes away yes. from where we were mm-hmm. living um and we just felt like so we're attending this mops at Emmanuel church but we go to the chapel we're like we want to meet people at the chapel and in our community and um I would say we went a couple of times to the mm-hmm. chapel like mm-hmm. we really think you should start a mops group and we definitely hit a wall every time we asked. Like they just mm-hmm. weren't mm-hmm. ready for it at the time. The, um, you know, they had just moved into building, and so they're growing their uh, little kids area. Like that's where the focus was, which is awesome. But it just wasn't for mops at the time. Um, and so, uh, Emmanuel was getting so big at the church in the mops group, and so they were either gonna have to divide or they needed another church to step up and make. Mm-hmm. And I'm like okay and we still just felt like we got kind of a yes but we didn't feel we felt like no we need like 100 percent to feel supported for it to work and it just mm-hmm. wasn't the right time so emmanuel did divide into two and we did that for maybe a year or two mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then um there was a new i guess was he associate pastor at mm-hmm. the chapel shout out to mark and um, we kind of went to him again. And he's like, yeah, you should do that. And he just, we felt the support. I don't know what it is that mm-hmm. was different about him, but we felt like, you know, every obstacle we hit, he's like, no, he had a, like, nope, mm-hmm. this is what we'll do to get around it. And this person's going to do this. And we're like, okay, okay. Right. So we felt more supported, but they're like, but you're going to lead it. They're like, Oh no! I just I just want you to make one, and I'm gonna attend it. 
lead it. Um, but obviously, they needed us to lead it. And so mm-hmm. a group of, I would say, there was probably 12 of us mm-hmm. that attended Emmanuel, Emmanuel. or most mm-hmm. of us attended Emmanuel. And so we kind of brought that leadership with us. Yes. And we're like, okay, we're yeah. going to do this. And it started out little, just with like, okay, well, we'll do like a play group and see if it's even something mm-hmm. people at the chapel want. And like legit had 35 <laughs> moms sign up. And we were in this tiny room with all of our kids. And we're like, okay. Yeah, we're they, like, here, the yeah. chapel, do you, I, you see a need here? And so and it was like almost cool. immediate. I would say yeah. our first year, we almost had 60 plus moms. Yeah. And so <clears throat> it was crazy. It was crazy. I loved that, like, um, Emmanuel Church really helped us yeah. in the leading process because Absolutely. I think that was the biggest hurdle of understanding positions and how, you know, we always describe it as a well, like a machine that there's so many parts to it. So it was so cool yes, to, that yeah. Emmanuel could help do that. And then Barkley with her uh, fearless leading power uh, of like let's going say forth. Fearless, totally full okay, of fear. But <laughs> in a lot of ways, like it was like, okay, you know, we get discouraged about things, but she was like, nope, let's stay positive. Let's keep moving forward. So um, well, that was, was really group effort for sure. But but yeah. that was a big God sense that you like led in that way to like just be like, nope, we're going to keep going. So that was amazing. Yeah. So yeah. the um, MOPS has been at the chapel for this is the sixth year. Is it sixth year? Yeah. Okay. So um, Barley and I are co-leading uh, as coordinators this year. But I was going to ask you the question because you've done many roles. Yeah. Um, which one was your favorite role? Gosh. So... I started out in hospitality over at Emmanuel, and I did that all my years there. But, uh, you know, I coordinated. And then what else? I've done registration. I've done <laughs> finance. I have done craft, which is laughable. I'm not a crafter. I begged her to do crafts. I was like, we really need someone to do crafts. Can you please it's do super it? super funny. And then um, back to coordinator now again. So I would have to say I do love coordinating, but... Besides that, hospitality is definitely my favorite. It's definitely my jam. Yeah, yeah I agree. Um, I agree. Yeah, that's been my – I've really yeah. enjoyed that. Yeah. Um, if I had to – I've been a discussion group leader and a discussion group leader of the leaders of discussion group leaders. Yes. Wow, that was a lot to say. <laughs> you have led our contact moms, and it yeah. was – yeah. Your jam. Like you did it I so, so loved well. That. Yeah. yeah. Really good at it. I did hospitality for a year. The part about hospitality that I loved was decorating. I love decorating yes. You're the room. You're good at that. That probably so was my least favorite part. That part of it I really enjoyed. And then coordinating. So I think I would definitely say, I think discussion group table leader like at the at table the ta- not the leader of them not the, the leader of them being a contact being mom. at the table okay. yeah because i loved bringing unity and making sure everyone's included and yeah, you know like especially like the ones dates. who you feel like oh my goodness they just need community like i was drawn to those moms and yeah. like hey come on in yeah. so um yeah i think that would be my favorite role well, we have done all the roles, and now we're doing the role of podcasters, which is so this is, this wild, is and wild and crazy, and such a dream come true. My goodness, it's so wild. Um, but yeah, so now we're gonna try this podcasting thing because we just felt like we said earlier. Um, once a month in our group, we'll have a speaker, and the speaker usually has some relevant topic to moms or mm-hmm. something that we deal with. 
and they'll come and talk for about a half an hour and we have like maybe 15 to 20 minutes where the tables can discuss Mm -hmm. and I always feel like the call to go pick up your kids comes (laughs) like oh we're just getting started Mm -hmm. and so we just felt like wouldn't it be cool if we could have the speaker come talk more Mm-hmm. And maybe even get questions from our group to continue that conversation mm-hmm. longer. Yes, yes. And so our next um, speaker we have at MAPS coming at the end of November is Brianne Fueling. Yes. And so... Gosh, um, we're so excited, you guys. She's going to be talking about mental health for moms and for kids. And yeah. so we got to pick her brain a little bit. Well, we have so many things we want to ask her. And so because we only have like mm-hmm. 30, 45 minutes with her, we made her kind of just stick to like, let's talk about mom's mental health right. during this, especially with the season we're all in mm-hmm. and the past two years, I think moms have been hit hard. Mm-hmm. And so we're like, we just want to concentrate on that, but she has so much more. That's why this is nice because yes. maybe she can talk about right. a little bit more. But uh, we met Brian. so my whole growing up, we did this family camp and we got the Chevrys to start doing the family camp with us. Um, and we definitely look forward to it. And so we met the Fueling family up at um, this camp and uh, Brianne is a counselor. And uh, so every, okay, so at this camp, uh, food, I would say is the <laughs> highlight and you eat heavy and buttery and yummy and everything's from scratch like oh, homemade. Yeah, homemade it's so amazing um but so every dinner we would like okay we gotta go walk like we gotta yeah. walk this dinner yeah. off and so brianne started joining us and there was a couple where it was just the three of us and so we were like picking her brain mm-hmm. and we could have walked for hours mm-hmm. um she's just got a lot of insights um and we just like our moms need to hear from you yes yes Yes. I mean, I asked her adoption stories and teenage stories, or uh, just advice. Yeah. And it was just so, so good to hear. So we wanted to bring that to our mom. So we're excited to have her. And she um, graciously agreed to come on here, too, so Mm -hmm. we could continue the conversation with her. Yes. Right? Yes, definitely. That'll be our next one. So um, now that you know a little about a bit about us as hosts and who we are, um, we thought at the end of a podcast, we'd love to give some it, mom advice. Yeah, because, we'll figure like, who's our audience? Moms, right? right? Mm-hmm. So let's close with some good advice or maybe so, some bad advice that we've received. Or some over bad the advice. We have over the years received oh. some bad advice. So <laughs> I thought of one, and it kind of comes with a funny story. So my... One mom advice would be to trust your instinct. God gave you these instincts. Mm, yes. And I'm sure you hear it, but like truly you're going to hear all the things and all the advice, but really just trust your heart. And <laughs> I learned this when, so my second Bryn was about one, one and a half. And we were just like playing upstairs and she kept like sniffing. And she wasn't sick. Her nose wasn't snotty. But, like, something in me was like, okay, something's, like, weird. But, like, why? She's just sniffing. Like, why would – but something was telling me something's weird. And so after a little bit, I was like, okay, let's just – can you blow your nose? Like, blow your nose. So I blow – you know, she blew her nose. Yes. A Barbie shoe came out. Oh, my gosh. A Barbie Barbie shoe. shoe In a one-year-old's nose. Oh, gosh. (laughs) Can you imagine if, like, I hadn't had her blow her nose and she went to bed? Like, what? What? How does a Barbie shoe even fit in a one-year-old's nose? That's impressive, actually. 
That is my advice. Okay. Trust your instinct. Trust your instinct. Yeah, that's great. Yeah. I know Reese put a, a popcorn kernel up her nose once, and we had to take her to the doctors and get oh, it out. Gosh. What is it with kids sticking uh, things up their nose? Yes. Anyways. I don't know. Holes, right? They put the, right. Anyways. <laughs> anyways. <laughs> um, What's your advice? So my advice is, you know, being that I was a mom of twins, yes. okay? So if you're a mom of twins or if you're a mom of multiple young children – who are can walk is only go to parks with a fence. Mm. I started to research parks to find <laughs> parks that have a fence around them because my kids would run away from me. Um, I mean, I had two, right? So if like one's by me and the other one's running, I'm leaving one to get the other. So I just say my advice to twin moms: a fence, fence around the park and a bathroom. Yes, a bathroom. Also, or or this is what we've been doing when they were little was always put a toilet in your car. Oh yeah, I keep one in the trunk. I still, yeah, I know, and I still keep a toilet in my trunk because (laughs) my number three has the size bladder size of a pea, like me, (laughs) and so we keep one nearby at all times. (laughs) So there's some other advice. I like keep a toilet in your in your car, and you know what? You just dump it. Like I think of it like. When a dog pees in the grass, well, okay, right? So just funny dump story. it in the grass. I actually just purchased a new one because I was legit using like a toddler potty and it kind of oh, takes up. Yeah. And good so space. I found on Amazon one that like folds flat and you just put like a clear baggie in it. And so like I was having to wash oh, out that potty when we used yes, it. This yes, one, yes. you literally bag it, throw it away. Oh, that's genius. 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 I love it. Anyways, I love it. Check out Amazon. All right, folks. That's it. This is it. This was our first podcast, and we hope you will join us for our next with Brienne Feeling and Mental Health. Um, And we will see you next time. Bye.